0: Hey, crew, back on the podcast today. I've got Vic uh, joining me today. I'm going to let you introduce yourself, and we'll go from there. I'm pretty sure I said it right.
1: Pretty sure. Um, I'm Vipka, or V, because it's too hard to pronounce. I'm 24. I'm a PT in Perth, and I focus on female transformations and strength training.
0: Awesome. Love it. What made you get in the industry?
1: Um, I was bored, actually. So I went from... You bored? I was bored. Yeah, fair call.
0: That's a good enough reason. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, I went from Germany to Australia, and I didn't quite know what to do with myself. And then my boyfriend actually was working in a gym and I kind of really enjoyed it and then I started my PT course from there. More so for myself, thinking I would learn a lot doing a PT course. Turns out you don't learn anything when you do it. Um, so then I finished my certificates and then I found this other gym close to home. And the guy was like, oh, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I've just finished my PT course. He's like, oh, do you want to work here? I'm like, okay. Turns out I didn't know anything, <laughs> I had lots of, lots of, lots of courses to do since. Um, but yeah, that kind of got me into the industry. It wasn't planned, but I really love it now. And no, no regrets.
0: Love it. And um, I'm guessing you're in a sport when you're back home in Germany.
1: Yeah, I've done sport, but I've never actually been to the gym until I gained like ten kilos being a backpacker.
0: Oh wow! <laughs> and then really? Stripped yeah. Stripped
1: them all off when I, I got here. I can't imagine
0: you being ten kilos heavy. You're, yeah. You're no one tiny. can. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. I don't
1: know how I did it. it never happened again, but. That yeah. made me do go to the gym. I joined it with an au pair friend because I worked as an au pair and she kind of guided me through looking back at the stuff now. Like, oh, my God, Jesus, I should have not done that. Yeah. <laughs> I should have just invested in a PT rather than my friend, but it was good.
0: It was yeah, we start. all do it though, don't we? When we first go to the gym, we're like, no, nah, we got this. Yeah. We can totally do this all by ourselves and we're like, we can't do this by ourselves.
1: <laughs> Glad I never injured myself. but
0: Yeah. And what's, um, what's some of the silly things you did?
1: Oh... Uh... I think it's just form. I thought I'd be the boss, and <laughs> <laughs> Looking back at the videos, I clearly wasn't.
0: Yeah. 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 Came a long way. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um, so when you first started in the street, because uh, you you've been in PT for it, you say three years. Three that? years now. Yeah. Yeah, Three years. Yeah, yeah. And how do you feel like, um, like things you know, you've learned along the way have shaped how you what you do now?
1: Oh, good question. Um, so it's my three year anniversary for a PT tomorrow. I'm taking all of yeah. my clients for breakfast. Yeah. Um, but. Before that, I think I took on everyone. I was like, oh, I need a client. I need to do this and make this my business. And I took on everyone and I didn't enjoy it. Whereas now I'm at a point I'm like, nah, I don't want to work with you. You don't suit me or not my personality. So yeah. you're better off going to someone else. And I really can choose my clients now, which is great.
0: Yeah, I think that's a big thing for um, any new PT coming out is uh, if you can learn your niche and what like, yeah. works well for you, that will help your business because you'll be happier you have more yeah. energy and you feel better about what you're doing yeah big time yeah. yeah um and so you're from germany what was um and how sorry how old are you uh
1: 24
0: yeah 24 yeah cool <laughs> so you moved over here it was like 19, 19. yeah yeah, yeah. What was life back uh what's the difference in fitness and health in germany compared to australia
1: oh uh, the first like the biggest difference is if you walk around in active wear in Germany, everyone stares at you. It's not common. Whereas here, I don't even wear pants anymore. <laughs> I've got like two pairs of jeans. That's yeah. like a massive difference. And I think gyms over there are slowly starting to um, grow and back up, but obviously corona and stuff, they're closed there. Um, and online coaching over here is a lot more common than it is over there. Yeah. And I've never been to a gym when I was living in Germany. So only when I go back on holidays. I'm now checking out all the gyms, which is really cool. They've got some really cool spaces there. But they're more so, like, they have, like, a gym with booking shelves and shelves and stuff. And they're, like, what? they're crazy gyms. Whereas yeah. here, it's, like, functional and good. You go there to train. And there's there's bookshelves. Bu- like, yeah, bookshelves. Like, like one looks bring. like a nightclub. Wow. It's really cool. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Actually, there's a gym <laughs> Very now. Very different. S30 is similar to that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. saw <laughs> that nightclub. Yeah. Deal. Love that. Uh, yeah, that's that's interesting. Like um, you think, like the culture over here with health and fitness. I suppose cause it's like I suppose it's a warm place too. Yeah. I think and like so. um, you know, you probably most, spend most of the year wearing less clothes than most other places yeah. in the world. I yeah. think that's
1: a, one of the biggest differences as well. And cardio over there is still a lot more common than weight training. I find.
0: Yeah. Um, do you find like the stuff in Germany is probably like in some ways of the training philosophies and everything's geared more towards like the Olympic. Uh, athlete type style training or is it quite functional mm. or is it more
1: good question i haven't been to any crossfit boxes or anything over there i know there's a few but it's more like the 24 7 chains over there yeah. than anything else
0: yeah very cool very cool and
1: no gym without a sauna no gym without a pool it's more like the big big gyms there
0: yeah okay yeah yeah like yeah. luxury gyms yeah yeah
1: want to be luxury <laughs> yeah <laughs> they cheaper than here
0: yes yeah yeah, for sure. And no, I get that. Um, yeah. So what's your, what is your niche? Um, um,
1: females. So I think I attract a lot of females that are similar to me. They're like small, they want to grow muscle, they want to get stronger. And yeah. that's what I specialize in and enjoy the most.
0: Yeah. Love it. And um, how what have you found like with working with different clients in the past? Have you found like... Um, when you try to take on those clients that, more, this is probably more for people who are listening who want to be PTs, but do you find that when you take on those type of clients that you know you can't work with, they just don't get the results that you want yeah. them to get? Yeah, it's yeah. really hard
1: to motivate them. Or I think I'm less motivated to go in and teach them something that I don't enjoy teaching as well. Whereas when the girls come in that I'm like me, I'm like, yeah, we can see this, you are growing your glutes, yes, sweet. It's much more motivating and you can align with their goals as well. And you understand them and you can push them harder than when someone comes in that, I don't know, I've never really dieted, so I don't really do diets. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard for me to teach someone how to diet properly if I've never done it before.
0: Yeah, so like uh, someone, I suppose, would be morbidly beast wouldn't be your type client because I've like, well, never had to be morbidly obese yeah. to get yeah. down to that.
1: Yeah. I don't really understand, like I do understand where they're coming from, but I haven't actually been through that situation myself.
0: Yeah. And that's, that's a really good point. Like, uh, I think staying in your lane as a coach and as PT is important. And I I'm understand like what you're good at too. Yeah. 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 Um, and you just recently competed in your first Pelican court. I
1: did. My first meet. It was really good. How'd well, you, so how'd
0: cool. you, how you love it?
1: Um, I want to do all again. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait to get back. We've got some goals for next year. Yeah. So that's really exciting. Love I really it. enjoyed it. You
0: hit, was it just over a hundred, hundred 7 kilos or 107.5? 7.5. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: yeah, My mum yeah. was like, "Oh, 107." I'm like, "0.5, mum. Yeah. <laughs> I made them watch the live stream.
0: Yeah. It's <laughs> really cool.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, I love it. Um, and what made you get into paletoon?
1: Um, I think the same situation as everyone else gets into strength training. So for me, it's really hard to grow muscle or see a difference because I'm a small person. So I wanted to shift away from the looks and go into performance and focus on performance. And then with performance-focused goals, there's not many competitions besides powerlifting. Yeah. And then I contacted Cal and asked, like, "Can you do train me?" <laughs> and then we started it. It was really cool. Yeah,
0: love it. How long ago was that?
1: That was maybe like two years ago. Yeah, wicked. So I've done my yeah. novice comp last year, and then my actual proper comp this year.
0: Yeah, that was cool. It's such a cool vibe and such a good experience. Like, uh, we set up the platform because yeah. we like when you listen in the gym. And for people who haven't done a powerlifting comp before, highly recommend it. Um, is like when you're heading to pb in the gym it's pretty cool But then when you got like you know 40 50 60 people around you it's like yeah. that much times that cool which really is cool. uh awesome energy in the room
1: and awesome to see all the other competitors and it's yeah. such a good vibe in the background as well like everyone's so excited you push each other on um, although it's an individual sport like it's still a team environment which is really cool
0: yeah yeah it's um i love the um I love the strength community in perth with uh like have you really like I said, like, it's an individualized sport. They all come together as a whole to celebrate yeah. the sport, yeah. which is really cool. Um, and I suppose it goes into my next question. What's some uh, pet peeves in the fitness industry that you have? Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I think the, like, bitchiness behind coaches sometimes. And I'm someone that is like, oh, if there's a physio, I want to work with the physio rather than against them. So I want to send my clients... To physio and i want to let the physio know that i've got this client and they've got that so i want yeah. to work together with everyone whereas i find sometimes they're like nah you've got to do physio no pt don't worry about pt that yeah. doesn't work for you so i think that's one of the biggest things
0: i love that you got to no, no, work together yeah you got to train physio yeah I do.
1: yeah yeah yeah.
0: See, <laughs> yeah that was so good there and that's what I, I love about that place like i still send all my clients there or um send them there if they especially if they're around that area um, because they, they are in the name, right? Train Physio. Yeah. And that they, they, they're all people who have trained and, um, they're really good when a, if you send them clients, in, give you that feedback that you need on like, yeah. you know, where to help them with programs, where to help them with training. And it's just like, ugh, it's exactly what you need.
1: It's really good. And you don't know it all as So it's good to yeah. outsource and get different opinions as well
0: yeah for sure um so you working with more females how do you work with the uh psychology or i suppose the the mindset around females and helping them get comfortable with i suppose pin on weight or learn that they're gonna grow
1: yeah that's a good one um one of my favorite clients at the moment She actually came to me the other day and she's like, can I learn how to deadlift? I'm like, hell yeah, (laughs) finally. Because she was one of the typical females. like, oh, I don't want to get too bulky. I don't want to lift heavy. I don't want to do this. I'm like, yeah, but let's do it. (laughs) Um, And then I just start them slow and I start them with less weight and build them up until they see they can do it. And they actually come to me then and I'm like, oh, can I learn how to do this? And I'm like progressing them from like a hex bar to a proper deadlift and things like that just to get them used to the weights. And then I can tell them and show them me and I'm like, I lift from bloody heavy two times what you do and I don't look bulky and big, so yeah. you won't do that either.
0: Yeah, uh, and that's um, that's a good point because I suppose a lot of people actually, I did a video on this on morning, just haven't posted, there's my phone, um, done it yet, but um, haven't posted it up yet, but about how you get people who sit down and like, oh, I don't want to get too big from lifting, but they're sitting there almost morbidly obese and it's like, <laughs> You get big from eating donuts, you get big from lifting weights, yeah. it's, uh, it's not quite a natural occurrence. <laughs> yeah.
1: And you've got to eat a lot as a full small female if you want to do, and lift heavy and look bulky. Yeah. it take a long time.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It takes, like, they, they compare, I suppose, they compare themselves to what they see on TV, which is generally people who've been trained for 10, 20 years and have yeah. a certain type of physique and have a lot of training age under them like i don't want to look like that So like, you probably never will <laughs> <laughs> um, like you, yeah. you know unless you dedicate the rest of your life to training and eating and like take up some sort of sport like you know crossfit or powerlifting yeah. like then you might look like that but until you do it probably will never happen so don't Not worry with about that
1: two gym sessions a week and you're Nights
0: yeah. out every weekend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I get guys saying to me every now and then, "Oh, I don't want to like get too big." I'm like, "Mate, you're tiny, and you're probably not gonna get that much bigger." Like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like it's you hard don't have work. to. Yeah, it takes time. Like, you would be lucky if you put on ten kilos um, naturally. So don't don't stress. <laughs> it's okay. Um, yeah. So dealing with that mindset, and I find because uh, I, I actually work with probably more females than males, is that um, helping females understand that mindset behind that's okay for the scale weight to go up um because like the whole stigma is that you know you want to be smaller and it's like you can't get to the point where you just disappear it doesn't (laughs) happen like you know (laughs) you have to get to a point where you can be happy in your body and then grow which means you're going to put on some weight yeah
1: i find that's really hard and teaching them that as well because it's so common in our society to go and do a diet and slim down and do all these things but then We kind of want to do the opposite we want to grow we're going to gain weight and your scale comes up and then you've got your mom in the background that has done five million diets and then she goes oh why do you pay your pt to gain weight (laughs) and then it's still not like accepted everywhere so it's a lot of pressure for everyone that wants to gain weight i think
0: yeah i I think it's a really good point too is that uh to be able to um educate your clients is huge yeah. Um, that's really important because if you don't educate them they will find other sources of education and try a bunch of different things I mean, I have clients who I, I, pretty much, I treat True. everyone exactly the same I give them the same amount of information and then you get clients who are like you might have been training them for a while they're like, oh I'm trying this diet now I'm trying that I'm like, cool, do you try anything I'm talking about? Nope I'm like, <laughs> cool, <laughs> keep doing you <laughs> Thanks <Yeah. laughs> Uh, I think it was one client. I think she's been with me for like two years, but um, sounds terrible. She knows who she is too. She's probably listening. Uh, she only just started probably the last few months listening to me about yeah. food and calories and things. She's like, oh my God, I don't know why I didn't do this sooner. I was like, I don't know why either. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. That's it. But, um, yeah, All my
1: clients have to do check-ins and yeah. maybe like half of them are committed and do them every week. And then there's another quarter that does them every second week at least. And then yeah. there's a few that just don't.
0: Yeah, they just And then they're chat. like, oh, but
1: why do I not do this? I'm like, well, I can't yeah. help you if you're not doing your check-ins. Like, yeah. I can only teach you so much if you ask questions and if you talk to me. If you're not doing your check-ins, like, sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure, I think that's a good point too, is that uh, for all clients listening or potential clients listening is that if you want good results, you gotta, you gotta put that effort in because us as coaches, is we can only guide people as much as we can. Like, you can only yeah. lead a horse to water, you can't make it drink. Um, so we give you the tools and knowledge necessary to get the results. It's up for you to pull the trigger and do the action. 100%. Um, yeah. And like you said, you get those clients that will be really, really good at following everything you say to the T and you're like, why can't every client yeah. be like you? <laughs> yeah. You get those ones. It's like those are the ones that look amazing. That's what attracts the you know, the new clients because like, I wanna look like her. Then you tell them what she's done and they're like, I don't wanna look like her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do
1: that sometimes. Um, I run lots of small group pity. Yeah. So then i will be like, Oh, this other client I had this morning, she does her check in every week. She's live lost like five kilos or she gained this and that yeah. to just give them a little bit of inspiration and sometimes yeah. it works sometimes it doesn't
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's very true you, you do have um, actually just recently I did a photoshoot for a few more girls I have seen that
1: that looked really cool yeah well thank you
0: um, they, they did really well all them, but I think it was only ended up being five of them originally there was about 12 girls uh, um, who were going to do it and then they were all individually like one well, pulled out because like oh I don't look good enough and the ones that actually didn't think they looked good enough were, like, the leanest and looked yeah. the meanest. And I was like, you look so good. And they like, oh, the other girls just look so good. And I was, like, trying to get across to them. Um, they got it in the end. But that was... It wasn't about so much as their individual it's about being there to support each other as women, woman and having that yeah. team building environment which i think um because you run you do something similar don't you
1: yeah i run in that, my next photo shoot is in december so it's yeah. quite interesting listening to that
0: yeah yeah <laughs> and um you know helping them get that team building and helping them get that experience to um learn that even though again like if you've got a body composition goal um or a performance goal like it, even though it's a journey by itself doing it as part of a team when you've got other girls, it just makes it so much more enjoyable. Yeah. And you know yourself, like when you're training people one-on-one, they don't always get to cross over in the paths. So when you give them that opportunity, it's really, really cool. Yeah.
1: yeah. I use accountability buddies with my clients. So That's I team them idea. up and be like, you two, you kind of have similar goals. You talk to each other and you yeah. talk to me. Because sometimes I find some of the girls, even though I'm their PT and they do trust me, sometimes they just don't want to open up over everything. So they've got each other at least to do that. And then one of them can come back to me. Yeah. Um, but I think what you said before, comparison is really dangerous, yeah. especially for females. Because mm. they were like, seeing the photo shoot, like, oh, why does she look leaner? Why does don't I look like that? But yeah. they don't see that everyone has different starting points. And one of them might have done it for five years already. And the other one just started. So obviously, they'll look different.
0: Yeah. yeah, for sure. And I think that's a good point, is that comparison on like, any level... Is um is a is a terrible mindset to be in, um yeah. unless you're comparing yourself. Yeah. Um that's really the only uh, yeah, when you start looking externally for other things to compare yourself against, it makes it difficult to understand how far you've come versus because I'm not sure if this is I saw it on your page. Maybe. But the same about like, you know, don't compare your chapter one to someone's chapter yeah. ten. Yeah. Um because it's um, I love your page too. You have got such a cool page. Like your whole feed is really cool. If you haven't seen these page, go check it out because this will be in the link at the bottom of the bio as well. It's very
1: purple now. It
0: says very purple now.
1: Is it? Yeah, my brand color is purple, so I'm oh, going to yes, feed it back like in.
0: White and purple. Isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, and she's got an awesome feed. So um, go check it out and give her a, give her a message slash follow as well if you hit her up for trade. But um, coming back to it. Uh, yeah, it's it's a dangerous mindset being when you're comparing yourself to others. And that's the trap that social media gives is uh, if you look at, when you look at people who get really good results, you see their highlight reel, yeah. you see all their best shots, their best yeah. angles, and it's like you don't see that person freaking getting up at 4am in the morning to go for cardio or you know two sessions in a day (laughs) trying to force that food in like struggling hating life um there's a few people that do it like they they post a lot about their journey and i think that's so cool because Mm -hmm. it gives a good insight into the real side of the journey um which is really important too
1: i had the same with the powerlifting comp i was looking what everyone else is doing and I shouldn't, because I should be staying in my own lane and I've got my own PBs, which is great. But if I compare myself to, like, a Megan, which is an absolute boss woman, she's yeah. done it a little bit longer. She's smaller than me, but she's just absolutely strong. So I can't compare my numbers to her numbers, but I still put my best effort forward and everyone else put their best effort forward. Yeah. So I think staying in your <coughs> own lane is really important.
0: 100%. Yeah, like, put your blinkers on, get the work done, and be proud of yourself. That's true. that's all it takes, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's... um for any of our clients listening or new clients, one of your clients is that, actually this is probably something you might get too, but you might get girls coming to you and they're like, I want to look like this girl. Yeah. Yeah. What do you (laughs) say to those girls? I'm like, sorry. (laughs) Um,
1: I actually had that the other day when I started advertising for the photo shoot project. Um, And they're like, oh, will I look like you by the end of it? I'm like, well, I've been doing this for a little bit longer than the six months we've got onto the photo shoot. So, probably not, but you will look your best. And that's what matters.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, that's what I say to people. Like, look, you're comparing yourself. What I use as a comparison on a bikini lineup and, like, bodybuilding yeah. is... Every single one of those girls have done almost identical things in ways of training, nutrition, calories. If not, um, most of them will have quite similar coaches that have similar beliefs. All of them will almost have the same posing coaches. Yeah. See how every single one of their bodies are different? Yeah. It's like even when you're at the absolute peak of performance in ways of physique and body fat percentage, you're still going to look different yeah. because you have different proportions. Your muscle links are going to be different. Your limb links are going to be different. Insertions and origins of muscles are going to be different. So when you look at that, you can't show me a photo of someone else and go, Oh, I think she looks similar to me, so i look like her. It's like, go see a plastic surgeon. You're talking to the wrong person. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Don't compare yourself to anyone else. I think it's really important.
0: Yeah. What, do you ask, uh, what are some other big dangers do you think females fall into with um, mindset and training?
1: Um, diet culture, I think, is still really big. Um, and I think with females, there's always a fine line between getting obsessed with tracking calories or getting obsessed with following a diet and then going yolo on the other end um i have a few clients where if they track calories and they get they get so obsessive and they look at their watch how many calories they've burned and i try and teach them that doesn't matter (laughs) don't worry what your watch is telling you just worry what i tell you um and then they get so obsessive that they just go in a spiral and they don't get anywhere um but then on the other hand there's people that are like self-love is really important and it's rising and they're like body image love and then they do a check-in and they're like oh yeah the weight doesn't matter my scale went up um it's okay I love my body and I'm like great that's awesome but also don't use that as an excuse so there's a really fine line all the time like you can't be like oh I've ate shit the whole week I went out every day I drank I did all this and then come back to me on a Saturday I'm like oh yeah but I love my body I'm like okay cool you have that goal and if you want to live that lifestyle, that's awesome. But don't expect to lose five kilos with that mindset. So I think there's always a really, really fine line.
0: That's a good point. Um, and how, like, what's your process for dealing with, uh, or I should say helping or encouraging the females who get into that spiral of obsessive tracking?
1: That's a tough one. Um, I think
0: that's... It's very individualised, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's
1: also sort of out of my scope. So yeah. I would probably recommend to go and talk to someone else as well.
0: Because yeah. I don't think, I'm not a psychologist or anything. So yeah. probably deeper issues that they have to sort out. Yeah, for sure. That's a, I'm a big one for that is outsourcing um, yeah. to a psychologist. Like, even I see a psychologist it's just for general life checkup. Like, yeah. I think it's important. And I'm um, very open about this, especially for mental health. Cause I think it, I don't know if it's this week, is it mental health, men's mental health week or whatever it is. But um, like being able to train the mind, uh, like you would go see a personal trainer for your physical health. Go see a psychologist for your mental health because in the, the day they're just like a personal trainer for the mind. How get you Yeah, they get you in a position where you can utilize your thoughts and emotions to benefit you instead of being destructive. Like be constructive instead of destructive. Yeah. Um, because we all go through phases where you're in a mood of self-doubt or negative self-talk or um, just shit. Hits the van. It's van. That's just life in general. It's yeah. never a straight arrow. It doesn't matter what you do, whether it's. You know, uh, whether it's work, relationships, external friend circles, whatever. There's always something that's going to go wrong, and that's life. We can't control yeah. that. But we can control our own thoughts. So if you've got someone who can help coach you through that, I think it's so important. I agree. And, yeah. yeah.
1: And it's good to have someone external that you can talk to because you've got your partner, you've got your friends, but sometimes you just want to open up to someone else and get a different opinion as well. Yeah. I think. That's really important.
0: Someone with no agendas. Yeah. Like other than the fact that they're trying to get you in a good space. Yeah. In a safe space. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We've been discussing that at work a lot and we've been reinforcing positive encouragement. So instead of saying like, oh, you can't do this or this is too hard, be like, oh, I can do it. I'm strong. I do this. So I've been using this language with clients as well and try to say like positive things so they can get it in their mind. But um, according to her, she's a Perth um, psychologist. Um, you've got to say it yourself. So you've got to stand in front of the mirror and say those 10 words. It's so cringy, but it helps.
0: It does. It really does. <laughs> like Even just like looking in the mirror and just expressing how you feel about yourself. Yeah. Like giving yourself some self-love, yeah. saying you're proud of yourself, saying that you love yourself. Like, I, I remember, this is funny actually, but um, I used to get given shit a lot when I was younger because I, I was a very confident person. Uh, people were like, oh, you love yourself. I'm like, well, fuck, I don't. Who else would? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I didn't understand what the reason was why you couldn't love yourself um where it was like you know there's almost a negative or people that had um very high insecurities would be very scared of that and so if you're a confident person um you can be taken as can be taken the wrong way
1: yeah but then on the other hand that's another fine line there i'd be like oh i'm too cocky or you're just in a really good space and confident yeah
0: Yeah. exactly yeah so there's a different i suppose if you got the results to back it up, I think that helps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're like you're generally good at something, you're like, cool, I'm good at this. Yeah. Where if you're like, I'm really good at this and you know, no. no, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you
1: find that with male clients that you've got that more so than with female clients? Male I clients find yes. that female clients are like, Oh, I can't do this. I'm not good at it and I'm like, No, you are. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I find there's uh, it's more of an ego thing that comes in with male clients and that's probably why I train more female clients, is because mm. I'm I'm very hard on people. Like, um, I have no problem making people cry when they train, uh, because it, the way I like to train is I like to push to the limits and then go one step above that. And that's just the way I like to do things. And, um, guys can't handle that as well as mm. females. Uh, the average female client will work at least three times harder than the average male client. So when they when you put them in a situation where you're like, all right, cool. So you've just hit failure. We're just going to do like another 20 reps. Yeah. Fucking let's do it. Let's see what happens. <laughs> they're like, oh, that's can't. It's like, well you can. Let's do it. And I'll get through it. Where a guy will just be like, oh, just like, I oh, don't know, just be a little bitch. i um, was <laughs> just like lying on the floor I'm like, no, I just can't do it anymore. I'm like, get up. They're like, no, I'm done. I'm just like, what is wrong with men these days? I don't know. Like, I'm the I'm the sort of person where I'm like, I just like to push hard, so it's just something yeah. I enjoy. Um, so that's what I love actually about training females, they just have a, they have a higher pain threshold, they generally have a stronger mindset and they will outwork most males in the room. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's why I think I gave up most of my MAC clients because they were in a position as well. That was when I was early days as well. So I obviously didn't know you at all. I still don't know at all, but they still thought they knew you better. Yeah. Like their book of PT to just tell me how to do my job. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's <laughs> yeah. not how it works.
0: I suppose being a i don't know if is the right word yeah. which i think like a smaller smaller female yeah. like you if you haven't seen b she's teeny tiny um but um yeah when you get a male come to you they're like oh i know yeah. how to do this yeah. deadlift better than you actually montana was saying that on the podcast the last one I, the last episode i did she was saying hi like, she had a client go you don't know what it's like to deadlift heavy And she's like it doesn't matter if it's heavy it's the technique that we're going over yeah. and that's uh that's why i get with male clients is that I love taking away, especially guys who have been lifting for a while, I love taking away all the barbell movements and just giving them like slip <laughs> squats and lunges <laughs> and single leg movements. Just make them cry. Yeah. I'm like, cool, so if we get stronger, this, going to barbell movements. If they survive that for the first six to eight weeks, and I'm like, right, now we can do some deadlifts cool. and stuff. <laughs> it's yeah. like, You've proven to me that you can actually handle this, and yeah. now we'll go into the next phase.
1: I love a single leg deadlift or a single leg squat and things like that to get them started.
0: So Brutal. Yeah, so gross.
1: But I think um, powerlifting has actually helped me to t- say to people that I can actually lift. Whereas yeah. further, before that, they would look at me like, ah, oh, she doesn't know what she's doing. I'm yeah. Like, yeah, I do know what I'm doing. Yeah, especially when
0: you were like, cause I'm guessing you weigh like, kilos, like 50 something kilos. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, when you do a double, double weight body deadlift. It's like yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> sweet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, going back on that with the, the whole mindset thing, uh, in the the other side of where you're talking about the self loving and the accepting your body for what it is it's like that's all well and true but it's like when does that get to a point if you've got these goals that you want to mm. look a certain way um, and you've got a mindset that opposes that it's not going to work for you yeah, yeah.
1: I think sometimes they, it gets used as an excuse rather than like a motivation
0: yeah for sure yeah um, what are some other things that you find with uh, female clients over male clients that um, help benefit them
1: um, I think females and their nutrition is a whole lot better, I think. They just love their veggies. It's not as hard to get them in. Um, whereas male clients are like, oh, I don't eat that. I just want my steak and rice. I'm mean, like, yeah, you do need a little bit of micronutrients, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So they're a lot more, um, I think, diet-wise. They try more things, Fun. they cook, they do their meal prep, they enjoy it, which is really helpful.
0: Yeah, You know, I love my coloured foods too, like cellworms.
1: Oh, yeah, I have
0: one. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. love a donut and some lollies. But. V, v brought me some sour <laughs> She's like, what snacks do you like? And I was like, well, either popcorn or sour She brought me sour worms. What an absolute boss. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, going back on that with uh, clients. So you do get some that are very, like, especially, like you say, with females, is that you get them that will really stick to their nutrition and be really conscious about, what type of micronutrients are getting in yeah. there as well, like the veggies and the fruits and all that. Then you get guys are like, yeah, I just had, just had steak and chicken and rice for like the last month. <laughs> like, did you Delicious. eat A, bitch? <laughs> 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 Actually, I'm pretty guilty of that myself. <laughs>
1: um, but then also, obviously, the menstrual cycle comes into play with females. So yeah. it's always harder to push them every single session because you've got to check in with them and see how they're feeling and where they are. And then cut back and improve and next week and then I use that as a motivation as well because um, sometimes they come in and they're like oh why does that feeling so heavy today I'm like where are you humans just like <laughs> maybe that's why yeah okay. um, don't yeah. worry about it like it's normal depends on what contraception you are on and all those sort of things but I think that's obviously one of the biggest differences between female and male clients as well yeah
0: especially from a performance perspective what do you find um performance wise when females are coming into their cycle versus on cycle versus post cycle
1: um so talking about myself i can definitely feel that i'm just not as strong the week before i get my cycle um and then the week after my period i can push so much harder and then three weeks i'm like oh that again. <laughs> really don't need to go through this again. But yeah, um, every
0: month? God why. It's so hard. Yeah. It's so good, hard having
1: being female. Yeah. Um but then I focus um, on like sleep in that week because I know it's gonna be I'm gonna be more tired and more fatigued so I try and get my sleep up and I tell that to my clients as well. So focus on all the external things that you can control because your period is something we can't control.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Like I wouldn't know. Um for as being a male I to go through that but I do have usually I can pick it uh, sometimes I put notes yeah. in my diary every four weeks when a client comes and <laughs> like, alright, it's due, it's on. Uh, because we'll get for a session, I'll be like, you know, might be doing six go shoulder press and I give them a warm-up of four. So like, this is so fucking heavy, today. yeah. But I'm like, it's oh. that time isn't it <laughs> I'm like, put a of notion in their program, like, take it easy this week. Yeah. And it's hard for some females, especially the ones that really want it because they get that cycle, or they get that week beforehand, and then their strength drops off, and they're like, "Oh, everything's falling to shit this week." I mm. ate like an extra ten thousand calories. You're like, "That's cool. We just pick up next week. It's yeah. all good. Like, there's another week coming."
1: Yeah. Um, it's really hard sometimes because you want to push because you've got all those goals, and then your body tells you to drop it back, start again next week, kind yeah. of thing.
0: Rest. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, And that's a good point. Right? Is if. You are a female listener, I suppose the message comes out of that is um, listen to your body because it not yeah. your body's very smart and when you're going through the everything that happens in the body of the cycle is that you want to give your body that rest and needs to recover and rebuild and um, do all the things that it needs to do. Yeah. So yeah, don't beat yourself up during that period.
1: So usually sleep more, <laughs> drop the weights. And just do a bit more higher reps. Maybe yep. drop it down from two days to four instead.
0: Yeah. Do some stretching even. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Like some yoga. Take some mindfulness. Yeah. Eat some carbs. I always say to my clients, <laughs> oh. like, if you coming into your period and you're feeling a bit of crap, just go, go eat some carbs and enjoy life. Yeah.
1: <laughs> enjoy that chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> I, I always tell them dark chocolate helps because it has magnesium in it. Oh, so it helps great. with cramps
0: yeah love that yeah and how good is dark chocolate mm. yeah <laughs> especially the lint like that 79 70 it's so bar. good yeah, yeah I think it's German I claim it I claim is it is
1: it Switzerland. So. Switzerland Swiss, same thing yeah same, Swiss, same, it same. Yes, okay <laughs> <laughs> it's in the European <laughs> yeah somewhere there somewhere. <laughs> we had a Lind factory close to our home when I was living over there so yeah. for Christmas and stuff we got like heaps of stuff there all the time wow so yeah so good <laughs> a little bit that. a little bit off talking
0: but hey if, you go, if you're struggling with you know mindset around that um, time of your cycle um, lint chocolate lint go choc- for it way that's, to
1: go <laughs>
0: that's where you have a whole confectionery aisle <laughs> just walk down there and just oh. throw it in <laughs>
1: dark Kit Kats are also good
0: you say dark Kit Kats yeah
1: I like dark chocolate more than milk chocolate
0: yeah there we go yeah what else is a good one the um uh, dark Maltesers have you tried those no I haven't they're good are
1: they good yeah. I love um well I like the dark Breno and stuff as well
0: Dark Breno. Mm. They, those... Um,
1: With the hazelnut cream in it.
0: Oh, those. yeah, yeah. Those are good. good. Yeah. <laughs> the, like the Kinder surprise yes. things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I good. know those. One of my clients brought me in once because she was running... Actually, no, she brought me in a whole family block of chocolate in one of those um, when she was running late once. I was like, you're great. <laughs> you can <didn't> stay <laughs> off forever. <laughs> the best
1: clients are the ones that bring you coffee, I reckon. Yes. They're the best. So on a Saturday, yeah. one of my clients usually comes to the class and she brings me a coffee. I'm like, oh...
0: Your dream. <laughs> One of my clients did that yesterday. Um, well, she also works on the desk, but um, she's, every time she comes in, she buys me a client. I like, why is she being so nice to me? I was like, how do I get it? And she's like, coffee a day keeps the split squats away oh I've seen that (laughs) I was like I see what you're doing it took me like driving your coach I was like it's like three weeks I haven't been split squats in a program too jeez there there you go go. you know what
1: to put in that next program
0: now yeah (laughs) four days of split squats (laughs) (laughs) they're
1: brutal
0: yeah they suck eh like it's a structural balance exercise I think Uh, really good Um, Right, let's bring it back to uh, funeral clients and coaching so with the um, general coaching in general, like um, what's your what's your type of mindset and your approach to your clients when you first get them?
1: Um, I always book them in for a consult first. So they come in and I get to know them. I don't like signing them up for a session. I want to know if I can work with that person. Yeah, like personality-wise
0: too. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: you can see if they're coming for a consult, if they're coming late, you can already kind of tell they're a little bit not committed. If they're early, you know, oh, all right. This yeah. person is committed and wants to do it. Um, obviously, you can be late for various reasons, but that's like somewhat, somewhat of my guidance. And then if they come in and they ask questions, I'm like, okay, they're prepared. They want to know stuff. They're going to ask questions later on. Yeah. I like you. <laughs> yeah. You can come train with me. Um, and then I go and talk them through what my coaching service looks like, what options they've got, and then they can choose if times align, um, if they want to do one-on-one PT four-on-one PT or online coaching and then I just get them through like a consult where we do like a mobility assessment, look where they at, look at their squat and deadlift and things like that and then write that program and get started.
0: get So yeah, if you're listening, that is how the, uh will get you moving but you got to make sure personalities match. I think that's really important. <laughs> it's
1: really important. It
0: is. It is. And like uh, I, I do something similar where I'll get them in for a, uh, just a meeting first, yeah. like just a face-to-face chat. Um and if they show up, it's a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good <laughs> sign. Uh, but second to that is get getting a lot of information out of them in that first session when you first yeah. meet them. And I can say, it. I suppose if you are a new PT and you're listening, because I get a lot of new PTs listening to this podcast, is um, don't go... Yeah, I wouldn't recommend going straight into that first session on gym floor. Nah. Get them somewhere where you can chat to them. Yeah. Like, um, what it, you know, it might be on the couch or on a bench in the gym or in a, in a consult room, whatever you got. And talk to them because... You'll know whether that person will work well for you or not. And mm-hmm. I suppose when you're new, you kind of, like you said, you just take on everyone because you don't know really who you Yeah, you, you don't know your
1: niche back then. Like,
0: yeah. I just thought, I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, for me, I, I thought I was a transformation coach when I first started. I was like, I fucking hate the mindset of transformations. I feel like, like, <laughs> it's like yeah, I just like people lifting really yeah. heavy shit. And then I figured out that if people just lift really heavy shit, they generally look better mm-hmm. because they've got more muscle mass and they generally eat better. And so that was yeah. what i got into to anyway sorry coming back to it so yeah yeah, um yeah if you do have a new client get in for a chat first because if you can't work with them on a personal level you're not going to be able to communicate with them and when because you know as yourself, right? As a coach, you have to have those difficult conversations with people. Yeah. You have to have those uncomfortable conversations with people. This is why you should never train your partner. By the way, guys, <laughs> I
1: do not recommend. I did that
0: once, and yeah, just yeah, just don't do it. It's such a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> because like yeah, from that aspect there, like when you need to have those difficult conversations,
1: yes, it um, ends up in a fight. <laughs> yeah, it ends up, you
0: don't love me, or you hate me, or you think. I think I'm fat. I'm like, I don't think you're fat. I'm just dropping your calories down because I want you to be less fat. I yeah. like, <laughs> so you think I'm fat? <laughs> um, but Yeah, exactly that. It's, you need to be able to work with that personality in order to have those uncomfortable like, conversations so they can get the better result. The better you get on with that person, uh, the more they'll respect what you have to say. Yeah.
1: I think that's really yeah. important. And I got taught when I first started S A P T. never ask for their goals first. And I don't agree with that. I think you need to know what their goals are because if someone says I want to lose ten kilos in the next two weeks, you're like, yeah, well that won't happen will it. Who told you that? <laughs> no one, that's just an example.
0: No, but, I mean like um the oh, um, the goal
1: I think that was back when I was doing my PT course and doing prec or something. That
0: was fucking when stupid.
1: when I, I used to work for Jets, not shaming on any gyms here. Yeah. But there's a sign yeah, up process <laughs> and you were like, Oh, we're signing this client and we're getting a new member for the gym, but never ask them about their goals first and just talk about it, get to know them first. Like, is this yeah, a PT
0: I'm... or is someone a club manager?
1: Uh, maybe club manager. This is a
0: problem. This is a problem I have with people who have never been a successful PT running a um, running the PTs yeah. in the gym. But there's a difference, and this is something that a, a massive uh, success to Revo where I used to work, is that the club manager although they, they helped manage the PTs, they were more there to help the PTs any way they yeah. could. They just completely let the PTs do what they want. Um, so that's a really awesome thing that they did. And it's like, I tried bringing my own gym here is that uh, when the PTs come on board, like um, I just go a little bit level above that. I just like offer fortnight education sessions where they can learn as much as they want off me. But other than that, they just do their own thing. Like, yeah. you know, you get a client, you do whatever you want, as long as you don't, you know, put them through a window or put them upside down in a machine, <laughs> it's okay. Like just, Go nuts, you know, have fun, like because that's how you learn, right? If you if you're standing there like with a script of how you have to handle a client when they first walk in, you're never gonna learn what feels natural for you. No. And I think once you learn how to be natural with your clients, it makes a big difference in business.
1: Yeah, it helps so much. If I sit them down, I get to sit them on the floor now. We just go in our stretch room in the gym, sit on the floor, have a chat. And then they just warm tea. up, yeah,
0: basically. <laughs>
1: <laughs> your water, yeah. Um, But yeah, that's just such a nice environment rather than standing there taking your notes on like a little notepad and yeah. being like, oh, what do you want to do? <laughs> and don't I feel ask like for goals. <laughs> eh? Yeah, I feel
0: like an absolute potato. That's a, that's a, again, this is just a pet peeve of mine. me Go around here. And
1: I'm not a salesperson. I hate selling. Me too. It's nothing what I hate. Yeah. So if you don't want to sign up with me, that's cool. Yeah. I find someone else that wants to.
0: Yeah. I'm exactly the same. Like I, I learned when I first started learning about, um, how to be, I suppose, how to build my business. I I invested a, a truckload of money into different business coaches and different things to learn off different people. And they were all around marketing, not branding. And the difference is that marketing is a short-term solution. Mm-hmm. Branding is a long-term. So like marketing might be six weeks, 12 week, you know, challenges, yeah. types of things. Branding is what can you do in the next 10 years and yeah. what can you build? And that was the difference I learned is that a lot of the people that are out there teaching new PTs aren't very good PTs because they're teaching people how to be like there's some. there's some really good people that that don't advertise what they do yeah. but they're really good at what they do and if you want to learn off them you most of the time you just go chat to them um because some really really awesome people like that and I found that there's a lot of people we're going to come back to what we're talking about but they run their gyms or run their businesses like they would run a corporate office. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think that works well in this industry because a lot of this is based on a very interpersonal relationship with other people yeah. and with yourself. And if you can't relay that back to someone, then you're, you're not going to succeed. If you have a schedule that you have to you know, follow and how you talk to people and all that and how you sell to people and try to push those hard sales on people, which a lot of the time that is, yeah. you, you won't do very well.
1: No, and your clients are not a number. They're a yeah. real person after all. They have goals and they have feelings and they've got... Maybe they're scared of the gym. So if you sit them down and, like, come with all the gym safety things first, they don't want to come back either.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it comes down with being genuine too and authentic.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, a big like a big thing of it is, like, if you can be really authentic people, um, which comes back to social media, and that's what I love about your social media, um, and a lot of other people I get on the podcast, is that... Um, the more you are you on that platform, yeah. they walk in the door and they're like, hey, that's that person. <laughs> Where if you hire a business coach or a marketing coach, they like, you need to post this and post that and do this and do that. And then they walk in the gym and meet you and you're like completely not that person. Like, well, this isn't what sign up for. It's like, so yeah, don't sell garbage because you'll get, you'll get rats. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Good, good <laughs> statement. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's pretty important. Just be authentic um, and don't push those hard sales. 100%. Unless that's what you do, which is cool, but um, I don't like it. No, I'm not a fan. Yeah, because I, I like people trying to hard sell me shit.
1: No, because yeah. then you're not committed as well. Yeah. I think if I would be a hard seller to my client and they're like, oh, now I'm kind of like,
0: Feel I need forced? to do it,
1: I'm forced to it, and then they're not committed and they don't want to be there. Yeah. And I enjoy it if a client actually wants to be there. They book in, they message me, they come on time, and they do their check-ins on time, like, yes, yeah. <laughs> that's a client I need. That's yeah. the best type of client, i yeah. say, hey.
0: love that. Um, alright cool so where do people find you, um, sign up with you.
1: they'll find me on Instagram usually um, I work in West Perth so everyone that's close to the city can always come into the gym there it's not too
0: far from here is it no it's really uh, close
1: yeah yeah. Um, yeah. Instagram's the best place to
0: get me yeah and your Instagram handle
1: I actually
0: thought you were uh, uh, yeah another guy who works for me he's, uh, he's South African um, he speaks Afghans. And I was like, what is this? Is this South Africa?" He's like, I'm not sure. He's like, because the, the W is like a V, yeah. isn't it? Which is yeah. similar with uh, Afghans. And he's like, we're trying to figure out your name. I was like, yeah, I can't. We That's can't do this. <laughs> you have to ask Maybe anything. I'll
1: have to change my handle at some stage. But it's my <laughs> first name and my last name with yeah. my E's.
0: Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally could not figure it out for life of me. But, hey, that's how you find you. All you got to do is click on it. The link is going to be in the bottom bar. Is there anything else you want to um, say to people as a message?
1: Um, I think wrapping it up with what we said is be true to yourself. Don't compare yourself and just get going.
0: Yeah, that's it. Nice and basic. Awesome. So, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Um, I'll chuck uh, these details down at the bottom. So, please go give her a follow, give her a like. Reach out to an awesome person, awesome coach. Um, you'll get some good results for...
1: Awesome. Right. Thank you so much.